Okay, Dan, I, I actually want to start off with a question. All right. Vampire, werewolf, or mummy? Like, fuck, Mary kill? <laughs> I was thinking much more like, what which, would you rather which be? Which would I rather be? But sure. Oh, yeah. All right, let's see. Fuck, Mary kill, I think. Fuck the vampire. Sure. Kill the mummy, marry the werewolf. Fuck the vampire, marry the mummy, kill the no, werewolf. No, no, marry oh, the werewolf, well. kill the kill the. Oh, mummy. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Exact, exact same, yeah, actually. Yeah. Exact same. Because I figured the werewolf, it would be like having a... A dog, loyalty, loyal. <laughs> yeah. Vampires are known for their one night stands. So I'm sure they're great in bed. Yeah, yeah. And then mummy, and zombie. Yeah, just yeah. nothing, nothing going on with a. Which would I rather be? Oh, I think vampire. They're pretty sexy. I think having vampires probably the best bet. I mean, obviously, much more dangerous to a vampire. But mm. I feel like the risk reward is like high risk, high reward. You know what I mean? It's Where also like being a the one of the three that you could live a normal life. Sure, Ish. sure, relatively, relatively. You, you know, you, you go you go live in somewhere dark for a bit. You know, go to Seattle or whatever, and like you're fine. You're good. Oh, is that why Twilight takes place in Seattle? I think so. I feel so confident that's why. Oh I, I my know, god! I, know I feel like my, my, fun my fact world is, is just rocked. <laughs> my only fun fact is that I know that Seattle has a real high rate of suicide due, or is it suicide or depression? Probably both due I, to it. Yeah, uh, don't they just listen? This is required watching where we watch the essential films from a list of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. Trey Epps, Danny Tavener. And today we're talking about 2014's What We Do in the Shadows. This is written, directed, and starred by Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi. Who else do we have on this? I mean, I, I feel like I know a lot of these guys in a weird way, but I, I can't say that they're, they're faces that have been known. But I'll stop right there. Now, I, I picked this film, and I have to admit, I have to admit, it, it was kind of picked because I haven't seen it in such a long time, and it's been uh, six years or so, seven years or so, and I just watched Eagle vs. Shark. Nope. Is that it? Shark vs. Eagle? Eagle vs. Shark? I don't know. Something like that. Um, it's Taika Waititi's first film, uh-huh. which had Jermaine Clement in it as well. He starred in it. I believe it was his first. I could be wrong. I believe it was his first film. And I was like, I want to go down the line a bit and, and take another look at this. And I was really excited because... I feel like it held up exactly how I remembered it. Yeah, it was as good as I remember it being. Like it was, like it was, it was just as silly and fun. And yeah, I fuck with this movie. I fuck with this movie so hard. And I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan of Jermaine from Flight of the Concords. Of course, I, I fucking love Flight of the Concords. Jermaine, Brit and Jermaine. Hell yeah. Um, okay, every now and again, I actually go to their Wikipedia, or no, their IMDb's and just see what they're up to. Like a, oh, like yeah. a weird creeper. Like and, a weird uh, fanboy. The werewolf is uh, the other guy from Fly the Concords. Funny, yes. funny stand Yes, yes, yes. So, so good. So, so good. I, I'm looking at the IMDb right now and it's, his name is like not even up on this list. Which is <laughs> insane to me because he's hilarious. But I find it, you know, we, we, I feel like maybe I bring it up a lot about just like gangs of, of, of filmmakers who just kind of get involved in, in all, you know, in, in each other's work. And it's interesting that Jermaine obviously went out, like, I feel like he's most popular, like, no, most known for Flood of the Concords, but his relationship with Taika Waititi is like deep. Like, it's mm-hmm. strong. 
And I think this is his first directing role. Anyways, I, I just I just love it because I feel like we don't know, like we know a few Australians, like we have a few Australians in like the Hollywood system, but it's very rare that we get people from New Zealand, which is a joke mm-hmm. very often played from Flood of the Concords. Yeah. But, when, yeah. What, what were your impressions watching this again? I don't know if I didn't pick up on it the last time I saw it, which I don't remember when that was exactly. It was definitely a while ago. But I think my favorite thing this viewing was the fact that each of them are like different cliche vampire characters. Right. Like right, you right, have right. the the sexy like Renaissance one. <laughs> you mean you mean the super young one? The, the super <laughs> young one. Yeah. Like they each fall into the different like Hollywood trope of what we know as vampires, including right. like the Nosferatu one. Right. right so right. it just covers all the bases of like vampires throughout the years coming together and living in a flat. It's like the it's perfect so uh, real world situation. So I, I remember, so I, I lived in LA and North Hollywood specifically. And no there was, Hey, there was like, the, I think it's, I, I, I assume you pronounce it as lamely, but there was like one of those lamely theaters, me like four blocks away. Like I got very close to its theater. So I would go there if I was looking for like independent films or anything like that. And I saw the trailer for this randomly. Like, like I, I was just, I was, I was watching some other independent film and this, this trailer came on and I was like, yo, bet I'm definitely coming back <laughs> to see this. Not knowing. I, like, I, I feel like this was around the time like Flight of the Concords was out, but like, I, I just, I don't remember connecting to it in that way. And like, oh, this is the guy from Flight of the Concords. I was just like, yo, this looks really funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm into it. You know, mockumentaries I love because I think, especially at this time, like the office was like, right in the spot and like Parks and Rec was just hitting me right. Anyways, I was all about it. And then, yeah, then everything just kind of connected and I was like, oh, these are people that I love very, very much. Yeah, it really, um, rode, read, it really rode that like workplace comedy wave. It was like the it, pinnacle exactly, of that. Exactly. And it didn't feel, it, <clears throat> I mean, look, listen, the whole mockumentary thing is, can be very played out very quickly mm-hmm. nowadays. But it, again, watching it now, it still feels very fresh. It's it, like, I'm not, you know, we're not in like the 11th season of Modern Family where you're like, what, like, wait, what's happening? Like, why is it, why are these cameras following these guys around? It's very, it's laid out from the very beginning, like, the, you know, the game of essentially everything. Like the, the cameramen are wearing, the camera crew are wearing crosses, uh, crucifixes <laughs> and whatever, whatever I said. But it was so, it's just so clever way, it's such a clever way to bring you right into this and... And yeah, I think I think you're immediately buying in. Like I bought I bought into it immediately. Oh, I was yeah. like, these are vampires. I read I did read that <laughs> 125 hours of footage was shot and it took them over a year or almost a year to bundle it down to 90 minutes. What? Yeah, it says it says most of it was improv, but uh Jermaine and, and Taika wrote 150 page uh, 150 pages of script, but chose not to show it to a single person involved. I think, I mean, that's, it's a little surprising that they shot so much, but it makes perfect sense because the movie is so tight. Like it's only yeah. out what, an hour and a half or so. Yeah. And yeah. there's not much fat to the movie at all. Like you said, like the difference between this and then like the 11th season of the office or modern family or one of those shows where they just keep going with the same jokes over and over and over again. This is just concise to the point, get rid of what is unnecessary, hour and a half, boom. 
And I, I feel like I didn't describe what this movie was whatsoever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, in case you haven't seen it, it's about Viago, Deacon, and Vladislav, who are vampires, finding that modern life has them struggling with the mundane, like paying rent, keeping up with the chore wheel, and trying to get into night club, and trying to get into nightclubs and overcoming flatmate conflicts. <laughs> now, this is probably the longest description I've read for any movie that we've talked about. Yet it's the most precise. Yeah, it's, it's exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. It actually, I realized when I was watching it, this is the perfect quarantine movie. Because right. oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, a lot of people are stuck with their roommates, and that's what this is feeling like. Because they can't leave the house during the day, so they're just like chilling in the house, just the four of them. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, this is, I think, I'm not sure exactly when Twilight came out, but it clearly came out beforehand because, you know, the guy was like, Twilight, I'm the guy from Twilight. <laughs> Who's trying to pick up people going, I'm the guy from Twilight? The sequence. He's like, why? Uh, so, so good. I mean, this, I, I think, I think this, it does a great job, just like you said, of like pointing out each like vampire trope that we have, but also just like the description is, it's just like, yeah, but like, the, Essentially, there's just about three to four to five people living in a house. Yeah. That is it. It's just how do they interact with each other when they get on their nerves, which will happen. Right, 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 right. With the added lens of, oh, by the way, they're vampires. Right, right, right. So all the stuff that comes with that. We've all all had like long lost loves. But if you're a vampire, your long lost love is now, you know, nearly, you know, and she's a senior citizen and not. You know, the same age. We've it's all tried so, to look cool and get into a club, but you have to get invited right. in when you're vampire. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love, I love that. Like, we're gonna, go, we're gonna go to the, the, we're gonna go to the. I forgot the club name. We're gonna go to the club. It's like the number one spot for vampires, and it's just like them. And it's just like, it's, gentlemen, <laughs> come on in. They're like, yes, we did it. <laughs> and it's just them. Oh, it's so sad. Trey, it's have so sad. you ever seen the show? What we do in the shadows. First of all, of course. I, I was actually a bit resistant, so I waited an entire year to watch it. Like, legit. I was like, mm. no, I don't like this. I don't like that Jermaine's not in it. I don't like uh, Tekka's not in it. I, I, I was just upset. But I, I eventually got into it when the second season came around, and then I just binged it like I usually do. And honestly, can I, can I say something a bit controversial? Please. It could be maybe, as far as like overall arcs in the last two seasons, it's it may be a bit tighter than the movie. Really? Have you seen it? I've I've seen, I think I saw like the first two episodes when they aired and then it was one of those shows that I just never kept up with. So I think, oh, uh, I think if you, if you watch, if you binge it, if you binge it and you like take a season for what it is and then you just so happen to get into the second season, you're like, oh, this is going places. Mm-hmm. Like this is not, this is like, it's, it's very much the movie. It's the same it's, premise. Like, it's the same exact premise, and it it, like, it just lives in the same world of this movie. It's like not the same vampires, but it's the same exact premise. Here are a few vampires that are coming to get like, that you know live in a flat and are just trying to like live their their lives, and it just it just builds on that. So I think in such like smart ways for something that could feel fairly stale for like the vampire genre, yeah, it's just like the movie. It, it, I think it it definitely yeah yeah I, I think it's really I think it's, I think it's worth watching. Okay. I'm reading. If you like the uh, movie, I'm looking at the cast now, and I see that even in the show, they did the different types of movie vampires. Like one is based on Interview with a Vampire. Yeah. 
One is a Romani, Romani vampire. Yep. So um, a little bit, of, a little bit of everything. All the things where we think of vampires, they have yeah, one of these. One, yeah, exactly. And uh, I think at one point, I think Jermaine comes on it just to not spoil that, but spoil that. It's 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 the the way they kind of blend the world of vampires and just generally, not even specifically with the movie, but just generally blending the world of vampires is phenomenal. Oh wow, there's a lot of cameos in this. Oh, so so many cameos, so many cameos. Mark Hamill, um, Haley Joel Osment, Paul Rubens, Wesley oh, you, Snipes. You, Danny you should Trejo? not be looking at that. You should not be looking oh at that. Oh my God. <laughs> you should not be looking at that whatsoever. Uh, easy way to spoil the movie. <laughs> but so, so good. Have you, now, I, I am a bit of an international TV watcher. Mm-hmm. So I know about the spinoff, the, the second spinoff of the film, which is Wellington Paranormal, which follows the cops. So it's like cops, but... <laughs> but they do um, vampire house calls? Yeah, well, it's 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 just like paranormal stuff altogether. So it's like the exact same cops that we sh- we saw in the movie. Yeah, and it's just following them around. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a weird like a Reno nine one one cop situation. It's 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 actually should be coming, I think, to HBO. I don't know. I don't care. Look I it love up. that Look it up, guys. because it it reminds me. I mean, I think all mockumentaries remind me of the Christopher Guest movies, Best in Show, Spinal right, Tap, right. the other A Mighty Wind. Yeah. So I think whenever I see a mockumentary, I automatically jump to those because in my mind, those are like the pinnacle of mockumentaries of like how they should play. Right. So it's funny that they've built this whole universe with these spinoffs because I feel like Christopher Guest does the same thing with his movies and has like reoccurring actors and characters that play from one movie to the next. I, so I, just in a, in the world of, of, of giving you some more stuff to look at. Natasha Dimitriou, I'm, I'm butchering her name. She's in she's in the show, because you may have been watching this and wondering where are the lady vampires at? And they corrected this in the show. Oh. She First of all, she's just a great actress. I believe she's, she, she's English, but I believe her family, maybe she grew up in Greece, question mark, but she's Greek and she's English and she's just so, so, so funny. And if you watch Fleabag, you'll know that her brother is the guy. Well, anyways, her brother's in that show. And he has his own show that I believe Americans can watch on HBO Max called Staff Let's Flats. And it's another fucking, it's just, it's just hilarious. It's just hilarious. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm bringing you down a rabbit hole, but let me, let me close this rabbit hole up by saying that there's this like rumored sequel about vampires called We're Vampires that uh, Taika Waititi continues to talk about. And according to the Wikipedia, he last spoke about it, or at least it's marked in 2019 as him saying, as him saying, I should really stop talking about it because we just keep pretending we're making this movie. But it's supposed to be a sequel where they follow the vampire. So like, I, I would love to have like this real extended, like what we do in the Shadows universe where mm. there's cops involved. <laughs> no, I want, other vampires around I want them around. to go deeper. Yeah. I want to see the realtors that sold them this apartment. Right, right, right. I want to see their right. plumbers. <laughs> what's, what's the life like of the camera crew? I need, I need a camera crew on the camera crew. And then a camera crew on that camera crew. Uh, sorry, we, we went real deep not talking about the movie. But <laughs> I, I, I just, honestly, I just had so much fun. I, I refused to write any notes because I just, I, I, I just had a great time watching it. But I, I guess, I guess if I have to talk about 
you know, the, the, like what it does for film and all of that stuff. I, I do think, just like, just like I said before, I think there's, I think there's, there's a lot of tropes that we have in filmmaking and what's important is about like making it fresh. Like super, like when Superbad came out, everyone was like, oh, we're going to make yet, an- like as if there wasn't enough. They were like, oh, we're going to make more of these teen movies where someone needs to lose their virginity. Mm. But I think, I think something like this where you're taking like, you know, the genre of mockumentary and, and vampire tropes and all that stuff and kind of just keeping it completely fresh was really, really exciting. Yeah, because they give us enough of what we're familiar with to, to build the world and then they just go off. Yeah. And they're like, all right, you recognize this, you recognize this character, you recognize these themes and tropes and cliches of vampires in media. Cool. That's established. And that happens pretty quickly too. Yeah. 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 And because of that, they have the Liberty to just, all right, well, what if, right, right. And it, 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 it does, it, you know, and I, I don't want to, this was fun. But this was like so tactful. It's not mm. like you can just point your camera anywhere and just get a movie. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not that simple. So I think a lot of people are like because when good when good comedy works, it feel it feels pretty seamless. And I think this one does. But I I don't think people account for the work that had to actually go in. Like 125 hours of filming is a lot That's of insane. filming. Like 150 pages of a script is a lot of script. I'm just trying to find this little fun fact. I read it earlier. I'm so sorry. So it was essentially about how, you know, a lot of the influences were X, Y, and Z movies, like all the classic vampire movies and, and, you know, some modern ones like Blade and et cetera. And like how, how the characters would would essentially say these lines in the movie. Mm -hmm. So straight up lifting lines from old (laughs) movies (laughs) and putting them in the film. And you can see that because, you know, like when these characters are playing up for the camera, you're like, this line does sound familiar and I can't place exactly where it is. Yeah. But but I I love that it's kind of showing off. But it's not in it's not even in this like Michael Scott kind of way. It's just it, it again feels so organic where you're like, not even sure where that is, but it, it feels good coming out of their mouths. It feels like their voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like I want to talk about my favorite my favorite moments, but I feel like it's kind of all my, it, I feel like it was so tight. It was a tight 90. Give me give me one of your favorite moments. Okay, only because I'm just looking at the poster right now. It's when uh, my dude's doing the dance. It's the entire sequence. It's the entire <laughs> sequence. He's doing the dance, and I believe that rolls right into like them. It, doesn't that roll right into them getting what's the same? Like turn, like chasing the other guy around the the house. Oh yeah, yeah. When they chase him um, through. Also, way to make that house seem like the gigantic, <laughs> like a gigantic Scooby Doo mansion. Right. Right. Because it, it couldn't have possibly been that big. Yet, <laughs> I just think there was a lot of like turnarounds and yeah. and and but yeah, a lot of like it, their goofy smiles when they're like, "Ooh, we get to chase him. This will be fun." Oh yeah, nothing more frightening than watching than watching them <laughs> reappear with smiles on their faces. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that sequence is so good, and I love that he. I love that like the next scene is just like yeah. So oh yeah, he Peter, got turned. It's like yeah. So Peter, Peter turned me, uh, <laughs> and he really is that guy's like what a new vampire would be in the twenty first century. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, like, what would you, a, what would you like a hot topic jacket? <laughs> but, uh, I love that Stu. Like I love that the vampires just want to hang out with Stu. <laughs> Which, by the way, hold on. I have I have a I have a. Uh, Fun fact about that. It's that. Oh my gosh. There we go. Stu had not played uh, a primary acting role in a movie prior to appearing in this one. He was an extra in Boy, 
Uh, Stu was a part-time business analyst for a Wellington company. He was hired for the film under the impression that he would be working on computers and that he would play a small part in the film. How much of a role does Stu play in this movie? I could almost see that (laughs) in like the early shots when they're interviewing him and there's like, yeah, he's just my best friend. That's it. I'm not going to bite him. And he's just sitting there like, yeah, yeah. um, (laughs) I I trust you. (laughs) It's just like, oh, they're vampires. All right. Cool. Yeah. Oh my God. So he's so just there good. for it. He's like, yeah, okay. Dude, well, I, I've got nothing else to say besides how much I love this movie. So instead of gushing, what, what, what do you have? Oh, I just appreciate that. They put the work in to create these characters in this world so that mm. when these mundane scenarios happen, it's so alive with, who these characters are. Yeah. Like what would happen in these instances, even like the age differences and how they operate differently as vampires. Cause one's from the middle ages and one's from 200 years ago and one's from two months yeah. ago. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's I, I hate to continue to say it, but it's, it's totally like you like improv it's improv, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, like, it's like, Hey, like you don't need to be, you don't need to be, I was going to say you don't need to be Hitler, but like you don't need to be like super extreme. Oh, yeah. I'm saying that because of, but you know, you don't, like everything that you do doesn't need to be extreme. It, it can just be about these simple mundane things and your character and your character can kind of push it the entire way. Yeah. The funniest parts are the ones that are pretty banal, but because yeah. they're in this world or because they're said by a certain character, it's made funnier or made weirder because it's like, Oh no, that's probably what would happen if a 200 and a 400 year old vampire were talking about something. Right. Right. And it just, it just about works. someone not doing dishes. <laughs> right. And it, it works and it works. It works flawlessly. I, I have nothing else to say about this. I, I truly believe that I, for all the reasons that I said, this is required watching. Yeah. It's, it's hard to, it's, yeah, I mean, just look again, starting with something so simple, people being followed by cameras, uh, like roommates being followed by cameras, but the only thing that makes them special is well, they're vampires. They're vampires doing it. And like that specific lens in, like informs everything else that's happening in this. And it's it's incredible. And again, it's it's so it's so seamless and it's easy to, to like look away and, and think that it's easy to do but like it like the work that has to be done to, to make all this happen and i think about even jojo rabbit just like the have you seen jojo rabbit i haven't oh okay i was about to spoil something for you okay forget it there's anyways i was about to reference a scene in jojo rabbit that i think was so beautiful and i think a lot of people talk about it or mention it anyway it's not it's not it's not a big spoiler i just don't want to ruin the, the anyways but like it's it, it just my point is it takes it takes writing, it takes planning, it takes the mind of, of, about it to make these things happen. So it surprises audiences. Mm. And I think what, I, besides the fun of what we do in the shadows, I think it's surprising because of how seamless it is and because of how much it works. And it works. And it works really, really well. And I think it's hard to do mockumentaries too without seeming too heavy handed. Right. Like without forcing the jokes. Like when I think right. of mockumentaries, again, I think of Christopher Guest or I think of Documentary Now. And that's kind of it. Like any other I mean, ones that come to mind are either not that great or just kind of are forgettable. 
Yeah. But this one, the premise is so tight and they do such a good job of like building that world that everything else seems natural. Right. And it doesn't feel too, it doesn't necessarily feel improv, but I'm not surprised at all that it is. But yeah, yeah. It just seems very natural, very funny. Go watch it. Uh, yeah, but uh, the talent. I mean, talk about improv, right? Like, uh, like of course, Taika and, and Jermaine know what's going on. They like they're leading, of course. But it like the, the talent with, with being able to improvise for a hundred and whatever hours is insane. So, yeah, not character development, but character study. Yeah, and trying to find out like what someone would do. I mean, listen. That said. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with other people. We need them likes, baby. Oh, no, likes, listens, whatever. You get it. We need likes, too. Um, we, please like us. If you want to catch the podcast, check us out on social media at Required Watch or catch me at Trey.Eps on Instagram and Trey.Eps on Twitter. And I am at Danny Tavener on every platform on everything and you'll find links to all this stuff in the description show notes whatever you want to call it listen Dan it's been fun so let's do another one next week alright see ya alright laters